receive the Holy Spirit. Last week, you might remember, I mentioned that Father Ron Rollheiser talked about how the Ascension was not as much a feast day as it was a new spirituality, a new way of living, living what Jesus had asked his disciples to do. If, if that's the case, then Ron Rollheiser then says then today's feast day, the feast of the Pentecost, is the beginning of that discipleship, is the launching of that discipleship in our own lives. And it starts with the gift, starts with a gift, and the gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit that is given to all, to all who are willing to receive it. The only only thing that we we are required to do is to accept the gift of the Holy Spirit, and we receive it. That's that's what we do in our baptism, what we do in our confirmation, and and, and it's what we, if we live our disobedience, what we do every single day is to live with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Um, My my fear is that uh, in the Catholic Church, we we rarely talk about the Holy Spirit. Um, I mean, it's almost like the forgotten um, person of the Holy Trinity. Like we talk about Father, we talk about Jesus. The Holy Spirit, we all kind of just get a little bit nervous. We just tend to like, and then we say, oh yeah, you know, I believe in the Holy Spirit. It's not that we don't believe, it's just like, uh, I just, I don't necessarily want the Holy Spirit like firing me all up because then uh, it's, it becomes a little unpredictable, right? The Holy Spirit, if, the, if you allow the Holy Spirit in, then you, you feel moved to say things and do things and you get fired up and you look just like that when you look at a crazy person like me. And you go like, okay, take it easy, Father, don't get it. Have you had your coffee yet? But the challenge is, is that's what we're called to do, is to live on the fire of the Holy Spirit, to live life full of energy and full of joy and full of zest, because life is a gift. The Holy Spirit animates our life so that we can come to experience that and come to live it in our, in our day-to-day life. You see, th- this Holy Spirit is, is a constitutive element of discipleship. Because you, you really can't do all that's expected of us as a disciple without the Holy Spirit because it needs that energy, it needs that fire, it needs that joy to keep us going. You see, the danger is that without the Holy Spirit, church becomes, well, just a place to come. You see, and that's the danger, is that it's more than a place to come and belong. And it's not a bad thing, don't be good. If you're going to do something on Sunday morning, that's good. It's come here, get a sense of belonging, see one another. But you see, that's, that's not the church of the Holy Spirit. The church of the Holy Spirit is to come here and to receive the gift of Christ and to be set on fire with a mission to go forth from this place to do something, to be somebody and to be somebody who's kind and gentle, who points the way back to Christ. Now, you know, all that requires energy, requires sort of some uh, willingness to allow it to happen in our own life. Um, uh, Thomas Merton, uh, the great uh, Catholic priest and monk, uh, said many years ago, we, we, meet, we meet God in three places. We meet God in Scripture, which we do every single time we come here. Um, we meet God in the deeper recesses of ourselves. 
which is when you've often heard me talk endlessly about the value of prayer, that you've got to allow that, and that's where the Holy Spirit comes. But then the third place is, is we meet God in the voice of strangers. Now you might say, that's odd. Well, there's a long tradition in our church and in our forefather and mothers in the faith, the Jewish faith, of recognizing God in the voice of the strangers. That in any voice, any potential stranger comes our way, this could be the voice of God. Um, in fact, if you think of how um, Abraham was called, it was in the voice of a stranger. Melchizedek comes in, visits, and then disappears. And that one stranger changes his life forever. And there's tons of stories. It's so valuable, the tradition in the Jewish, that it's actually constituted in the law that you must welcome a stranger. You must welcome the stranger, the immigrant, the poor. That's the Jewish law. And, and we, when Jesus comes on, he emphasizes that part of the law and said we must tend to the, the voice of the stranger, the stranger among us. You see, at any one point in time, a, a, stranger, a stranger could bring us a message directly from God. And that's the Holy Spirit at work, you see. Um, I, I think there's a, um, I read recently a, a, a very uh, smart uh, a little uh, anecdote about a homeless person, a young homeless person who put on a sign, wrote on the sign, um, I could be an angel and this could be your test. I want food. It's pretty smart. But in fact, in every stranger, in every person who is broken, person who feels a little to the side, is that potential. And, and it's not just outside. It, it, it's in here, too. I, I recently read a, a, a poem uh, from a Catholic um, Mexican-American called Ho Jose Alvarados. And it's a, a beautiful poem. I can't quote it all off by heart, so I want to read it to you. It's called um, No Time to Wait. Now, he, um, he talks about the voice of the stranger in amongst us. So just listen to these words. It's, it's stunning. Kneeling in the pews, my parents prayed to the statue of Christ for protection. We were new to Chicago. We were new to the United States. Alone, you might think, but it wasn't just Christ in that church. There was the Mexican family that housed us, the Mexican family that connected us with immigration lawyers, the Mexican family that got my dad a job, the Mexican family that invited us to birthday parties, the Mexican family that showed us how to make calls back to Mexico. There was that Mexican family gossiping behind our backs. Alone, my parents couldn't drink a beer without someone asking for a sip. Kneeling in that church, there was salvation everywhere. Give Christ the credit if you want, but he never whispered the winning lottery tickets in our ears. In that church, there was a priest offering salvation later. And there were the Mexicans with no time to wait. He talks about how we are part of the salvation. That we are the ones who bring the message 
to the stranger among us. I would love to, to see our community understand that uh, coming to church is not only belonging. It is belonging. It's super important that we belong and greet one another as friends and get to know each other and know each other's stories so we can ask when somebody is sick. But even more important is that we seek out the stranger among us here and seek to find and to help them, to ask them in what way can we serve them? What are their needs today? How powerful that would be that if we had such a reputation that no stranger could come into this church, no one could come in without being greeted by a number of people who were trying to help understand the gift of the Spirit in their lives and to deliver the Spirit from our lives to them. That is the message of Pentecost. That is the living discipleship that we are called to have. Now, in a, 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 later on in the Mass, we're going to be given a blessing to the missionaries who go forth uh, to, uh, to bring the message, but more importantly, to receive the message from those strangers there. You will be a stranger in foreign lands. You are not there to bring Christ to them, but to receive Christ to them and be the presence of Christ in their world. It's a mutual, a mutual reality. Christ and His Spirit has arrived there way before you got there. Remember that. You are not there to bring Christ, but to receive Christ from those who are there. Today we celebrate the gift of the Holy Spirit in all of our lives. Let us not be afraid to invite that Holy Spirit into our hearts and to set our hearts on fire so the whole world can know that no one is a true stranger. No one is a true stranger in the body of Christ. All are welcome. And we are called to bring that message alive in how we pay attention to the voice of the stranger among us.